Welcome in, everybody. It's another episode of the DNVR Rapids Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell, a.k.a. Harry McGuire, Premier League Player of the Month Appreciator. And I have, we have, so much to talk to you about. A uh, lot of stuff going on in Rapids world. We're going to get to the end of year roster decisions First from last week with the senior team, and we'll maybe even touch on some R2 stuff, which will lead straight into the the juiciness of the week, the Jack Price interview from yesterday. He spent an hour with myself, Matt Pollard, and Brendan Pone, and we're going to break that all down before we get, oh, mailbag at the end, but who better to break it down with than the fellas, fella number one, super yaya. Uh, yeah, man, it's been an interesting couple of weeks for sure. I don't know how I feel today, honestly. Today feels like a weird day to be a Rapids fan. I like weird energy. It is weird energy for me today, for sure. Weird energy makes for a fun pod, in my opinion. Makes for a pod. That's something. Makes for a pod, correct. A pod. Uh, also joining us, of course, it is downtown Dwayne Brown. Hello, everyone. Hello. I, I, don't know, I walked down this. I parked, and I was walking towards the building, and I was like, man, I'm glad we get to talk about soccer today. Uh, it's fun. Maybe maybe it's just me. No, I'm excited. <laughs> I got I'm to like, spend an hour talking to Jack Price yeah. yesterday on his own, free agent. No, you know, no, no holds barred. You know, he's not under any sort of club contract. He just shot it straight. It's not as juicy. I mean, there's some quotes about the, you know, the very specific contract negotiations and stuff but it didn't get as crazy as i think people want it to as i think twitter is hoping that he burns everything to the ground was not the case (laughs) um (laughs) but um let's get into roster decisions first right there is you know this was kind this was expected right it wasn't like um i don't think there was surprises in this i think some people may have taken some of them Incorrectly, and let's get into that first. So read them all off first, and what the decision okay. was. Okay, let's go. Out of contract, Luis Diaz. No surprise there. He was a late season waiver pickup, made basically zero impact outside of being fast. Um, not a surprise they didn't keep him around at all. Diego Rubio. We could spend four episodes talking about Diego Rubio leaving the Rapids, but also. Not a surprise, because he announced it about four seconds after the last game ended. Um, options declined. Stephen Betasher, Jack Price, Abe Rodriguez, Gustavo Vallecilla, and this is a very important one, not so much for the player, but for the contract slot. William Yarbrough, Sebastian Anderson, and Ollie Laraz. Those last three, Yarby, Seb, Ollie. Negotiating contracts. And I don't think there's any reason to think Seb and Ollie will not be back. I think that is just a pure lock that those two will yeah. rejoin the club. Just my gut there. Um, let's see. What did I miss there? Loan expired. Danny Leva. Bye-bye. See you later. Thanks for nothing. Um, <laughs> See you later. <laughs> oh, so, man. See you wow. later. That is, ah, man, make that the headline. Jeez. Um, <laughs> make that the I'm sure many people would love it. Oh, God. That was awesome. Okay. And then. I didn't know I was going to get Mitch so hyped. That, that was really good. I love a good, good wordplay. Options exercised. Gutman, back. Calvin Harris, back. Ralph Prizo, back. That's it. Now, there might be some more movement around, you know, one way or the other, give or take. Um, But that's where we stand right now. Do you want me to break down who is under contract for next year, or you just want to go into those decisions specifically? I think those decisions are fine. Okay. Yeah, because those are the ones that they made, actually made, Uh not the ones that they're looking at still for trading and all that. Sure. Okay, so let's go with the end discussions. Let's go Seb and Ollie. Any worry that they won't be here? Yes. Really? I am worried mostly for the part that you're letting two young, talented players kind of test the market a little bit. Sure. And if they don't feel like the offer's right for them, <laughs> that they could find another opportunity with another squad. Yeah. It's maybe an 80-20, 20% worried, 80% like not really. Yeah. But part of me is like, I am scared that 
they feel like they haven't had the opportunity in Colorado that they wish they've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have family here, both from Colorado, which makes it a little bit easier for them to negotiate. I mean, always like from the neighborhood. Exactly. Like he's like walking distance from the bar. E- exactly. So <laughs> part of me does fear that maybe they want different opportunities. Yeah, maybe. It's not even about what the front office can do. It's just about what's happened and what they want to go in the future with their, with their like uh, playing career. I will say this, you know, you see standouts like Ollie, specifically one of the best players in Next Pro last year. Um, this isn't like a direct apples to apples comparison, but like, you know, you saw a lot of turnover with USL champions Phoenix Rising and their best player being linked to a club in Israel, right? Like, I wouldn't worry about Ollie getting offers from like the Sounders or LAFC mm-hmm. or. A Mexican club, right? Like his offers at that level will probably just be, you know, a club in Israel or a club in, you know, like a like Norway or USL or Next Pro. So that's why I don't see him necessarily taking those because he has played so well within the structure of this club. He is a homegrown. He's from Denver. Mm-hmm. Like actual Denver, not from Colorado. He's from Denver. And I just don't see him leaving. Dwayne, what do you think about that? I think back to when Brian Kirkham was on the show. And he mentioned when they were looking at the end of the season and they were going through rosters. This is speaking specifically to um, Rapids 2. Making decisions not only best... Not that's not only best for the club, but also best for the player, the athlete. And that's where I think that, you know, if they're not going to they didn't use Ollie in a year uh, with a lot of turmoil in the midfield. Um, so I, I don't know what their plans are for him moving forward. But, um, you know, if another club came along and wanted, you know, him, wherever that's, you know, whether it's domestic or, or, or somewhere else, I, I think the Rapids would do what they can to help him along. Um, say what you want about the Rapids, but I do think that they are true when they speak to, you know, helping out the younger players. For sure. Get to a place yep. where they can further their career in a good way. And if that means Ollie moves on somewhere else, if Ollie believes that's going to help his career, I believe the Rapids will help him get there. Obviously, Ali is is a DMVR favorite, <laughs> so sure, sure. I would I would love for him to stay as to be part of the club. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, I kind of feel the same way Crookham says is that I just want what's best for him. If he gets better opportunities and gets more minutes somewhere else, the man go do that. Like, sure. And, and, and that's the right attitude I think from yeah. any front office. Like, yeah, of course. You know, you saw that with Tim Connolly with the Nuggets. You see that. You know, like successful franchises build relationships in the future by treating the guys right that don't want to be there or want different opportunities in the present, and that help builds a culture. Um, I think that's a good move for the young guys, especially for a team that you know the academy hasn't necessarily been on fire right and so a guy like ollie you do want to see make the senior team because that helps build that pipeline back up um and so i i don't think him or seb are going anywhere that's just kind of my two cents there um yarby that's not really a surprise is it like we all kind of knew yarby was out of here after the season after um illich kind of took over maybe i mean he was hurt and that's why illich played so much was by injury Right, yeah, Illich got mm-hmm. some cup games and stuff, I guess. Right, but um, I don't know. I mean, I would like Yarby back. I think Yarby is light years ahead of Illich right now. I think Illich can can grow and adjust to the MLS game. Um, clearly talented, clearly physically, um, what you want to see in between the pipes there. But um, it's tough. I mean, I think you know. I bet you he leans more towards the pricey and Rubio in terms of being frustrated with a bad season. Um, it's also, how do you feel if you're a goalkeeper and they just paid this money, gave a brand new contract, almost the same amount mm-hmm. of money that you're making mm-hmm. to another goalkeeper that they expect. It's like, do you really want to come into a situation to a bad team? You've had a horrible year here 
and you're fighting for the number one spot, mm -hmm. like it's really hard for a player to come into a place and say, hey, you know what? I still want to be here on a bad team fighting for my job. Yeah, and I mean, he's he's obviously had a very successful career. He's no longer just a young guy, right? Exactly. Like, you do feel like if you're giving me a contract, it's because you want me in goal for twenty nine, you know, twenty eight hundred minutes or whatever a full MLS season is there. Um, you know that that makes sense to me. Is like, yeah, actually, no, you're you're going to give me a contract and I'm going to start. So, yeah. could he leave? Yes, his family is here, right? Like his yep. family isn't from here, but his family is here. So, like, do you think they'll move with him? I mean, you know, if he leaves, maybe. Um, I, you know, I would I be surprised if he stayed? No. Would I be surprised if he left? No. It's kind of one of those ones where it's like, sure, right? Like, whatever you want to do, you've kind of earned it, I think, in terms of Yarby. I think a lot of people appreciate him. He hasn't had probably a good, a great, you know, he hasn't had a great season in a while. He's been, a, he's been good, solid. But I think, you know, analytically, he's been kind of rough the last two, last two seasons. Yeah, I think a lot of that's what's in front of him. But I mean, even know. the even the def defensive, like isolated metrics don't love what he does between in goal. Yeah, I just if I'm Yarby, I'm leaving. It's too awkward at this point. Yep. It's like you don't want to hang out. With your ex and their new boyfriend, <laughs> you know, yes. and like, well, oh, you don't know what I'm but doing. But this isn't an ex. This is almost like you know, like a little poly, like Gen Z well, situation going on. Gen here. Z. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. It's like they're, 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 they're on break. The it's it's they're on break, but the ex is already with someone else. It's sharpie. It's too awkward. Yarby. <laughs> I think in that situation, you go to Mexico. When it gets awkward. I mean, Vancouver would be dope. Not Vancouver. Um, Montreal. That would be a good fit. That's the thing where he's going to end up going regardless. I think that really? they need a goalkeeper. Uh, I've heard a few rumors swirling around about that. So I think that's where he ends up going. Oof. Works for that's, me. What? <laughs> Oof. Any other <laughs> that's points? That's not a big step up. <laughs> Any other points on those three right there? Nope. I think those are pretty okay. simple. Those are pretty like, yeah. hey, you know what? Well, like Declined beta. Like we knew that it was either going, you know, they were either going to go very young or keep him as a, um, you know, keep him as a veteran guy. And it's fine to, to roll that roster spot over. Yep. He's a great dude. Amazing in the community. And who knows? He might um, still come back too as like maybe yeah. Colin Warner style where he's sure. kind of like a player coach. Mm -hmm. Or like, like one of those last roster spots get filled towards the later part of the window exactly you know, like preseason so we'll see we'll see but again. It's all. i don't you know he doesn't play a ton but obviously provides a lot of veteran leadership know-how knows the league has played for a lot of teams clubs coaches uh he's good for the club too totally. like Absolutely. off the pitch he's yes he's a good piece for the Wasn't club he like the community player of the yeah. year or something like yeah. that yeah no he's he's big time Baller. so you know would miss him i don't think roster wise critical to lose or keep one way or the other and we kind of have already talked about that. Abe Rodriguez, I, you're just not, he's not big enough to be an MLS goalkeeper, a full-time MLS goalkeeper. I just don't think he is. I think when he was coming up through the academy, you're banking on a little bit of a growth spurt that never showed up, right? I think he yeah. has a lot of skill. I think he's, a, he's very good at soccer. Yeah, he's very good. But the, the more intense the competition gets, the more physical, you know, as you're bringing in not just players with more skill, but, you know, as you move up in these leagues, Physically, the players get bigger, faster, stronger. And I don't know if his size can keep up with that. I just don't. And it sucks that you that that's literally what it comes down to. Dude, Abe reminds me so much of a, maybe not skill-wise or talent-wise. Who knows? He still has time to grow. Of Jorge Campos, mm -hmm. the Mexican goalkeeper, small dude, maybe like 5'4". I know. It's crazy. He played. He's the one that made the rule that if you're playing goalie, you can't play striker because he would take off his shirt. Like in the uh. 80th minute, they'd sub in a goalie and then he'd put in a regular shirt and go play striker. <laughs> so they disallowed that because he would do that and he scored like 20 goals one season or something. I was like, as a goalkeeper. Yeah. He was insane. But he reminds me of him a little bit because he has that dog. He, and Jorge Campos was a small guy, but he had the dog in him. He was ready to totally. fight. He, uh, they had the aggression and that's the one thing I really like about Abe. Um, I wouldn't be surprised for him to go out to like, Mexico and play for a team like Mazatlan, sure. San Luis, something like that. Mazatlan. Maybe Celaya, uh, second division in Mexico, and sure. kind of just get his yeah. wings under him a little bit more. I like that. Um, 
And I think I, I honestly still have so much hope for uh, Abe, dude. I think Abe is going to be one of those guys that we look back and it's like, wow, he had a pretty decent career for what he sure. did for the Rapids. But yeah. in general, I thought he did a lot more than expected. Sure. And I just don't think it's it's, you know, I just don't know. I, you know, he what we did see, you know, he I, it's not like we saw him come in in an emergency and do great. You know, the like, last game was like, great, though. Sure, but it's just, you know, I don't know. Like, should they, have, like, you know, Wanners is in, in the comments there. Shout out everybody in there early like this. Mark, Trick, Kevin I saw, um, and Wanners there. Um, you know, should they have given him those cup games? Probably. Although, until this last season, they <laughs> don't get many cup games usually. So, uh, <laughs> they were definitely trying to. You know to what even. I mean? Like, they're usually just out. So, but I do agree. They probably should have given some more. And, and you know, maybe, maybe we're just being unfair and saying, sorry, you're not big enough. Move on. But it's kind of how it goes. I don't know. Um, uh, last one is for me as important as Gustavo Vallecia, right? Yeah. Because even on loan, he is holding a U22 slot for the Rapids. Terrible move. I think overall, Awful. we write that off as just a bad move. You understand why you make that move. He's Oof. a young prospect from South America with size, um, athleticism. You hope it works. It doesn't. You hope a loan to Columbus helps. It doesn't. Um, but now you free up that under-22 slot. You hope that Armis and Porg are targeting someone to fill that role there. Um, we're using that roster. It's an important roster slot. It's a, like you see the best MLS teams have electric players in those U22 slots. Sure. Um, and the other thing with him, man, with Gustavo, we got to remember when he was coming out of Cincinnati, he was a highly rated prospect, how you said. Yeah. And Cincinnati fans were livid that he was being yes. traded to the Rapids. Cincinnati needs something the Rapids didn't and the fan base didn't, of yep. course. You can look at them now, look at mm -hmm. the Rapids now. But I said that U22 spot's going to be so important. And I think we'll get into the max a little bit, mm -hmm. too, in a little bit. But having that open and having the chance to go try to get another max, go try to get another guy that yeah. you can really utilize and maybe even make some money in the future off is exactly what the Rapids needs to do right yeah. now. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't think the Rapids make the playoffs this year. I don't think the Rapids will be good this year. But I think building for the future is going to be really important yeah. because that's the Rapids' way of trying to build for not now, but trying to build yeah. for two, three years from now when you can actually kind of be good. Yeah, no, you, you nailed it there. Um, options exercise, Gutman, obvious, keep him. Harris, obvious, keep him. Ralph Prizo, he makes like 80 grand a year. Like The thing about it's, Prizo, it's like people like, are really <laughs> up in arms on Twitter about this one. It, it costs minutes, next, yeah. in, in, in soccer money, this is like the value meal, you know, of players. So it's like 84, I think. Um, the reason he's being kept, whether you, uh, if you're one of the haters on this move is it, it's a body, it's a player with potential. If they can reel him in and get him set on the right path, maybe Armis is the developmental guy. Now that Chris Little is a assistant coach with the first team. And we know that he's great with the younger players. Uh, he's still very young. Uh, but this is a very affordable move um, with a higher ceiling than I think most of us want to give Prizo. I mean, he only played um, a thousand minutes last yeah. year. Like so, he did not play very much. If roster building goes as you think, where that Jack slot is a healthy player that can mm -hmm. play and they bring in, you know, and Sydney can drop back maybe, or you're playing that double pivot that they played with those two deep lying guys. You can get around even playing him at all, but he is a body that doesn't cost basically anything. Yep. So you keep him. Easy yeah. decision. Um, and and Prezel's the dog. You need dog. He does have that dog. You, he's I, he's going to take the Colin Warner spot, I feel like. That guy that just goes in and is going to give you two good clean fouls and that third one's going to cost him. And one bad one. Yep. And that, <laughs> that third one's going to be a red and you're going to be screwed for the last 30 doesn't minutes. Doesn't have any reds. Hasn't got a red. <laughs> I'm surprised. Just yellows. A lot of yellows. whole bunch of yellows. Um. <laughs> Um, let's see, what did we miss there? Leva, obvious by Diego Rubio, man. Uh, you know, I'm thinking they probably lowballed him because he's, you know, was injured. He either has a really good season or a underwhelming statistical season, and it's it's one or the other. And I think they were just not willing to spend the money and risk it being another down season. 
And I really think it does come down to that. And like it sucks because Rubio is a legend. I got I put Rubio on my new day kid at the party last year. Like that's our guy. Um, but I don't think I think it was ultimately the right decision if it does suck. The whole thing about Rubio, man, it comes down to it's the same thing that we'll get into in the second segment a little bit mm-hmm. more. I feel like the sad part about it is the disrespect that they felt. That's the part that hurts a little in bit more. In the send-off, right? Yeah, that will hurt a little bit more. I don't think it's the actual, yeah. hey, you're not coming back. Because that happens. It happens all the time to all these players, yep. right? But if they felt so disrespected that they felt that they had to make sure that they knew, people knew that they didn't, that's kind of sad. You know, yeah. that's the part where it kind of sucks and you're like, damn. Is it like what really happened in that room? What, how bad? How low was the offer? Sure. Yeah. I did not think there was one chance in hell we could get through all of those in time for our first ad read. We did it. And guess what? We did we it. We did. It's almost like we're expert <laughs> podcasters, guys. Well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. We are, of course, brought to you today by our friends at Illegal Pete's. We love Illegal Pete's. I ate there for dinner Monday. Monday. I ate there for lunch yesterday. I'll probably eat there for lunch and or dinner today. That's just how it goes. It's right there. They're convenient. They're in all you know all your favorite neighborhoods around town. Every pizza read just just starts with Mitch saying which days this week he ate it. I'll probably eat there tomorrow too. Good chance I eat there on Friday. That's just how it goes. They're right there. They're fast. It tastes good. Great people working there. Why would you not? It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> reverse See, no lies. <laughs> there's, there's no lies. Some reverse nachis, dude. Reverse nachis is the funniest thing to me. Oh, it's so good. It's the they're best. good, but they're funny. It's like, just a bowl of goop that you scoop with chips, and it tastes amazing. Oh, it's so good. Um, we do look at goop here in DNVR. Yeah. Big coop people. You guys, abs are back. Nugs are back. You can cut some college basketball games, some college hockey games. Um, if you have tickets to any of those things or anything else, comedy show, play, concert, uh, I don't know. What are other ticketed events? I kind of ran out <laughs> after that. Um, <laughs> a ball, perhaps. Abs, nuggets, concerts, ballet, maybe. Ooh, a ballet. That's um, really good. A the- go to the you theater. Know, you know where I'm going uh, in January? Where are you going in January, Dwayne? That... That a ticket would work for what? When it's in January, so I don't know if the promo's still going, but it will. It always goes. <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters. Yo, That's comedy fire. and sports in one. Love the Harlem love Globetrotters. It. It's one of the most fun days of my whole life. Going Taking panties. Um, never seen them. She's gonna love it. Um, become. If you have tickets, head to Illegal Pete's before or after any of those events. Show them your ticket when you buy your reverse nachis or your fish tacos or your taquitos or whatever. And you will get a free house margarita or draft beer on Illegal Pete's just for choosing them to pre or post game an event. Penny's going to be so excited about that. About a margarita? <laughs> She's a little young, Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> Not if you have a fake ID. <laughs> you act like fake IDs don't exist. <laughs> she can, she's eight. She can pass for 20. Yeah, totally. Um, but look, I mean, it's, it's a great deal. It's a great deal. It's, a, it's you know. You go in, you get some good food, you get a nice base layer for consuming alcohol before an event. Um, before pretty much anything at Ball Arena, I'm meeting the homies at the downtown Pete's right there by Union Station. Like, it's just a given. It's, it's convenient. It's easy. Um, you can also become, if you're just doing a watch party at home with your friends, big Broncos game coming up, anything like that, grab a queso queso or burrito boxes or some party marks. We got the whole crew covered down at Illegal Pete's. Shout out to Illegal Pete's. We love you. Mitch's Pete's Tip of the Week. Wow, Dwayne. I wanted to bring in, you know. Wow, thanks. Class it up a um, little bit for you. <laughs> I got a feeling this is going to be a classy that, Because classy that's what the DNVR Rapids podcast is. Class. Class, class out the ass, baby. Um, Very classy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's what you do. Here's what I did yesterday for my lunch. Usually I'll throw some queso and or green chili in a burrito. I said no. He we're said going, no. I said no. We're going down the line and we're adding something else. And they were like, what? Was it guacamole? No. No. Also good, though. No. Also good, though. I said, grab that spicy ranch. Oh, Throw it in snap. the burrito for me. Mm. And man, 
Did they hate Double me? Double Italian hands. It was so good. Um, yep, that's right. Me and Alyssa going to peace for lunch today. Um, it's the spot. It's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Make sure you go to Illegal Pete's. We are also brought to you by, this one's fun, Breckenridge Distillery. Can you believe that? I can believe it. I can't believe we're sponsored by a big company now. Whoa. Legal pizza is a pizza is humongous. Okay. By, <laughs> let me let me rephrase this. Shady Ray's huge company. Let dude. me rephrase this by a national alcohol provider. Sure, absolutely. Look, Breck Distillery has all sorts of cool stuff. They make great holiday gifts, specifically Broncos bourbon. They are the official bourbon of the Denver Broncos, and they have a ticket contest going right now. Oh wait, I lied. No, they don't. <laughs> well, you can't join in, but you can vote. You can help someone win the Breck Bourbon Whiskey Sweet Broncos Chargers. There are 10 favorites right now at BreckenridgeDistillery.com slash Bourbon of the Denver Broncos where you can vote. And the most votes wins tickets and a bunch of swag. Um, look, they love the Broncos. They love Denver sports. They love us. It, it just works so well. That... Bronco's bourbon bottle is so cool. It has the it old school logo on it. I'd grab one and just throw it on your shelf of cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's a collector thing. It does make a little cool shotsky, like a little something yeah. to, like little paperweight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they also have a new vodka commemorating the first white alternate Bronco's helmets. What do you think about those helmets, design guy? Fire. I love the white. They're fine. They're I awesome. think white is clean. Um, They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Get the, the rest of the <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, the Breckenridge Distillery is the world's highest distillery founded in 2008. Most widely known for their blended bourbon whiskey, a high rye mash American-style whiskey. And Breck Bourbon is one of the most highly awarded craft bourbons in the United States. The Breck Distillery is more than award-winning spirits, offering an immersive guest experience. You can eat at their award-winning restaurant, enjoy show-stopping cocktails, learn about their highly awarded spirits with an in-depth tasting, and get an inside look at their active production facility. And new to the distillery, guests have the opportunity to blend their own whiskey as they learn the inner workings of whiskey production. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Blend your own bottle, custom the Yaya bottle. Oh, uh, dude, that's gonna be lit. That's gonna you one sip and you're done for the. There's week. no mix. It's just the it's <laughs> just the navy strength cask and that's it. Uh, with a with a straw. In it. It's just um, literally. <laughs> it's it's pure it's pure rubbing alcohol. That's, that's right. what it is. Um, if you're here for a game, we got Riki Seltzers. Bucket specials, that's made with Breck Spirits, baby. It's basically like a vodka soda. I think a pretty high, I, I mean, I don't consume alcohol, but I do think it's a pretty high approval rating by those here at DNVR. Is that right? Yeah, it's Rikis. actually very well liked. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're good stuff. They will be at Broncos Tailgates and DNVR Bar Watch Parties all year long, so be sure to grab a taster. Breck Distillery products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge Spirits. Apre anywhere. All right, guys. It's time for that last roster decision we have not talked about. The option declined. What could it be? On Jack Price. Yesterday, we hopped on a call. Jack is back in England. Back home. And he's angry as ever. Back in the Midlands. Uh, you know, I don't think he's angry. I really don't. I think he was frustrated. And I think he's... He is... Mm. I don't think he liked the way it was presented as I'm leaving so I can go home. I think that's the only thing he takes exception to with his time here based on that conversation. Um, but he described the, um, the contract negotiations as a bit of a kick in the balls. Yeah. Sure. Literal quote, kick in the balls. That's how sad. Look, he's coming off an Achilles, and then the year before that, he had a hamstring, a calf, a broken rib that punctured his lung. Like, I get it. I get going lower on the offered contract. 100% get it. I think the issue is presenting it as, hey, like, we had to make a tough decision. He's been injured. We're in a transition period. We have, you know, that was the offer. We wish him the best, but, you know, we couldn't agree. And sometimes you have to make tough decisions after bad seasons, right? Like, Yeah, but that's not how it was presented. But it wasn't though. how it was presented. Yeah. Like, it was presented as Jack wanted to come, wanted to go home because he's having another kid. 
Right. Like that's that Congrats, was the message the from Future Girl from the presser. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know, when when I was watching the presser, as soon as I heard that, I called bullshit on it. It just it you know, having talked to Jack previously, knowing you know, where his loyalties were with the club, um, that just didn't make sense. And I, I, I just don't see Jack as a guy who's like, Oh, having another kid, I'm out. Yeah. No, um, that wasn't and it at so, all. and that, that was how it, it was presented. I thought it was weird. You know, again, we talked about this already. It was a Porg could have said, you know, yeah, the guys moved on. Best of luck to them. We're sure going to miss them. And that's it. But it, there was that weird spot of trying to put it on the guys. Um, and I think both of them took exception to that. Clearly, uh, Jack was miffed about it. He was miffed. He told him he wasn't going to sign. You know Debbie was talk. miffed. <laughs> Shout out, Debbie. We actually <laughs> talked about Debbie on the call. We can get into that. That's um, hilarious. Uh, he, look, they, he said no. They kind of you know looked at, at what they have on on their you know on the roster on their plans who what coach are they bringing in you know what fit do they want there and then they come back and you know i think price was kind of over it at that point and he moved on and i think porg may be representing that last conversation about contracts and not the first one in those comments right um look price loves it here that is full stop and that is what i took away from that we i mean we spent an hour talking right there was no burning the team to the ground. There was no, you know, he wasn't happy about the contract offer, and that was about it. He actually had good things to say about working with Porig, working with Frazier, working with C38, um, being a captain of the club. Um, he called being named captain of the Colorado Rapids the proudest day of his life. Oh, that's sweet. It was actually a pretty good story. He said, <laughs> he said that... Uh, Robin Fraser asked him to do it, and he goes, yeah, of course I'll be the cat. Like, very excited, yes. And then he said he's sitting in his car about to drive home from training that day and goes, how the fuck do I be a captain? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Again, very Roy Kent of like, what the fuck do I yeah, do what now? Do I do now? Um, but look, he grew into it. He said he was, you know, he was shy with the media. He was scared to talk in public. Yep. He was, you know, he just wanted to be a footballer, and he grew into it, and he did such a great job with it. And he's very, very proud of that. You know, he said it's a role he wants to continue on. He probably is not going to go into a new British club as the captain, but you know, be a leader. He, but he can be a leader, and he yeah. learned leadership here. And and I mean, and even let's be honest, Max who came in and was kind of a captain immediately. Yeah, absolutely. He, so, he is like he is. There's leadership qualities exactly that you either whether you're the captain or not, you're important to the club. Exactly, and you're important to the supporters, yep. and you're important to the guys around you. Right, the guys that kind of matter, honestly. Absolutely, they're very important. Um, I don't, you know, I, I know that we need to focus on the the division there between what Porg said and what Jack really felt, and that is a huge bummer. And I think it speaks to, you know, I think people want to always blame the comms staff with this club, but I don't think that is where that is. I think Porig. You know, we say he's kind of master GM speak, but really, I think he's. I think there's a lot of pressure on him right now, right? In terms of, you just had the worst. You know, two years after a one seed, you had the worst season in club history, right? And so there's definitely pressure on him. And I think presenting a bad negotiation with your cap outgoing captain is something he didn't want to have on the record and unfortunately it caught up to him but i understand just as a person he brought that on himself sure though, by but what i he understand said. as like, a person making that decision like i i understand it from i get it from yeah. a gm like from a gm perspective sure two, two seasons lost and paid for um you know that's that's neither the club's fault nor jack's fault injuries happened it sucks uh but it happened um, you know, an Achilles is a hard thing to come back from. I can understand the concern from there. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the offer was, if it was a kick in the balls or not, 
Um, you know, clearly it was to Jack. Uh, you know, I don't, obviously we don't see those numbers or anything. I can understand it from a GM perspective of this is a business and I have to make business decisions as a GM. I get that. Um, it's the PR of it. Yep. Uh, in a time that is very tumultuous with the fan base, uh, and even with the players, um, you, it's got to be at this point in time in the Rapids history today along the Rapids timeline. It business is important because we need a lot of roster things to happen right now. As important as the roster is the PR and your community work with C38, with the fans, with everyone, because every word that comes out of your mouth, regardless of what position you hold in the Rapids organization is going to be judged right now because mm-hmm. things are not great. So you have to be very present tense. Pork has to be very present tense when words come out of his mouth yep. about this, especially for club legends. And, and that's one of the things that the Rapids really have to focus on as much as what's on the pitch right now in this upcoming season. It, it is a very important off season right and- now. To your point, Juanes makes a uh, great point here where it says some vulnerability would go a long way. And I think that's something that we want to see from uh, the front office a little bit, right? It's okay mm-hmm. to be wrong. No, no. It's, it's okay it, to be it, the bad exactly. guy. And you it's know, fine. It's, it's and okay it's, to, like, not win every interaction. Because let me tell you, Rapids, if you're listening, which I'm sure at least a few of you are, you don't win every interaction. Sure. Look at the state yeah. of the supporters group right now. But that's, You're not winning. Right. So be okay with owning a bad decision and be okay with taking that L instead of just throwing a falsehood out there that you didn't. I that wasn't even the question. The question wasn't was, hey, say something nice about Jack. I asked the question. I said, how are you planning on replacing the outgoing leadership? Well, like that kind of goes back to the thing. He went out of his way. But that's that's the whole thing. Right. That he feels the Quanner says, I don't think there's any pressure. I think there is oh, pressure. Oh, there's definitely and pressure. And maybe, maybe not from the <laughs> ownership or anybody else, honestly, but pressure from the fans. And whether we he likes to admit it or not, he feels it. He feels yes. it from the fan base. 100%. Um, and I think us pressuring that we want more, we want better for this club is exactly what the club needs. And feeling that pressure is what causes these kind of like panic moments from front office and coaches and things like that, that they say things that sometimes they don't mean because they have they don't know how to win the fan base over again without winning. And I, and I do feel for Porig on that because he can only control so much of the winning. He can, We don't know if every player he's brought in or not, it's a great player or not. We just don't know. Maybe they're under the wrong system. Yeah. Like, maybe th- that's just what it is. Maybe they're not being, except for Kevin Cabral, let's be honest. Well, I, but yeah. for the most part, it comes down to, like, we want that honesty, and we're going to believe you a lot more, and we're going to get behind you if you tell us what's actually going wrong. Instead of just letting people think that you're the good guy all the time or you did everything you could. Porig loses credit for the Prices, the Rubios, bringing these guys in, right? Keegan, Maxu, Ronan, uh, you know, name any other good inbound player that he's had. Mm-hmm. Gutman, right? People forget those and will always focus on your mistakes when things are bad. Right, he doesn't get credit for bringing in any of those good players because he brought in Cabral, right? Or you know, or like, or he didn't keep <laughs> Kellen, right? And that's terrible, and it is, and it's bad. But if he was more honest in his communication, and if he was more constant in his communication, we heard from him twice last year, twice yeah, uh, total. I, again, it's it's a PR thing, right? Yep. It, it, this is a communications thing. Uh, I'm not saying it's the comms department because they answer to Porg as well. I think it starts at the top with Porg, um, you know, and, and I like Porg. Look, we, we've too. talked He's off the dude. record on a Real lot of things. Uh, ironically, few people inspire hope for the future of the Rapids in me than like a 20-minute conversation with Porg. And that's sure. just part of his wizardry. You know, he casts a spell and, and I fall for it every time. And that's every fine. Cause I, feel, I feel good about it. You know, I'm like, oh, man, he's got a plan. But <laughs> on the record, maybe Porg is not the guy always to be the mouthpiece of the Rapids. Let's I agree with everything you just said. Let's get into some of. Thank the you, non- Mitch. 
wow, thanks. Um, <laughs> let's get into more of the Jack Price stuff and the non-poring end of this, because I think that could be, uh, like I said earlier with Rubio, that could be four episodes, right? Yeah. Um, we asked him about, you know, I kind of started with asking him, like, did you ever, like, when was the writing on the wall for that, for last season going to hell, right? When was the last season? And he said there wasn't really anything, you know, it was injuries. It was kind of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of asked him about Max, right? Because we have kind of pointed to the Max news and the pouring rain, cold June practice the next day or May or whenever that came down and the run after that of bad performances, right? Um, he's, you know, I'm just going to quote him and thank you. Uh, Matt Pollard, shout out, read his article at Burgundy Wave. He had it out. Um, I didn't have any anger or hate. I was more gutted for the lad. I'm going to sound weird saying lad in an American accent. Uh, he was playing really well at that time. I felt sorry that he had to be in that situation or felt that he needed to be in that situation. I got on well with Max. Even though he spoke no English, he was turning a corner. He was a big piece missing last year. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if he's back next year. I hope he is. He's a really good kid. Unfortunate that he's put himself into a bit of a mess. Hopefully he can apologize and they can work through that if that's even possible. Um and he really said that it wasn't anger, although I'm sure there was definitely some anger. But oh, we heard part, rumors of yes, there was a few one fiery, guy that I remember yes, was running pissed. around but, yelling at people. <laughs> but but I do you think that guess. mostly he was, you know, and he 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 said what we've kind of been saying is that um he was he was you know he was the guy that walked in with a smile on his face, said hi, um, you know, it's 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 it, it, he. I was just really happy to hear him kind of speak on that, right? Kind of speaks po positively more than anything. Because let's say Max does come back. What's going to happen? You're going to feel, you're going to be up worried if there's some, like, ill feelings between the players. Because that's a very sacred thing to do, right? Like, it's something that you don't want to do. You don't want to be considered, considered a cheater. So for the captain of the team to say that he wasn't angry... That he was just disappointed kind of makes it feel like they're not be even mended. disappointed, so sad that for Max. Exactly, yeah. it kind of feels like okay, you can mend some uh, broken bridges and try to see if we can get him back to the squad if he does end up coming back. Yeah, I, w I want to yeah. keep. I want to keep going yeah, through this interview because we still have to get to the mailbag and stuff too. Um, I asked him about just sort of any like you know final messages and stuff, and then I then I asked him what he thinks about his mom being a legend on Rapids Twitter. Because Debbie Price, shout out! I don't know if you're watching or or listening today, um, but man, what a character! Yeah, what a nice like just. There's nothing. There's no negativity in that part. You know what I mean? She's not providing any negativity. She, she interacts with all the media members and everything they do there. Um, and it's really nice to see. He said, sometimes I see it and I'm like, no, not mom. Stop. I get embarrassed. But at the same time, I know it's all love. She's just proud of me. Proud of her son. I understand that now having a boy, I didn't see her being a Twitter legend. Well, not only is price leaving, but you know, hopefully Debbie price still, Debbie's gone also too, leaving but she's it. probably gone. And that's a bummer. It's a bummer, but she really is awesome. Um, What's next for Jack? Uh, you know, we asked him, you know, I asked him early in the interview about his injury. He said he's rehabbing with the Shrewsbury Town uh, physio there and, and using their facilities to kind of finish up his rehab. He is nine months post Achilles injury, so he is pretty close to getting back that on a close. training ground, at least maybe not at full speed, maybe not at full contact in a game, but he is very close. But close for sure. And, you know, in January window opens up, he will be looking for a six month contract. And then kind of see how that goes, see how his body reacts, and that can sort of judge his move in the winter. But you know, he said he'll probably keep it local. So I, that was his quote when asked about clubs. The Shrewsbury Town stuff was brought up with the injury. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna put two and two together. That he plays some latches on with that League One side. They're in 12th in League One. Get some minutes where you can, you know. Play, it's and kind then, of the obvious, and choice, then right? maybe jump to a championship side. He mentioned that the championship is sort of the level he would want to be at. He also didn't rule out a return to the MLS. Also, Wolves. He loves Wolves the MLS. Might be in the championship soon. <laughs> I think they're that was safe a shot. for this year. They're safe for this year. Yeah. There's soon, too many bad. Year. There's too many bad teams. Um, yeah. He uh, he didn't rule out a return to the MLS or Colorado even. Um, you know he. Um, he really does like the MLS. He, he spoke long on just the MLS as a, as a league and 
And, you know, he has friends in England talking to him about the MLS and stuff like that. So I do think um, he, uh, you know, he, it was really cool to hear him talk about that. Let's see. Anything else I want to touch on from that injury? Um, we asked him, you know, about taking the captaincy over from Tim Howard and kind of being around guys like Tim Howard and um, uh, uh, our friend Drew Moore. And, you know, he said if I, you know, being around for Drew Moore's name up in the Gallery of Honor, and he said after saying his quote about how proud he was to be the captain, he said, man, if I got in that Gallery of Honor, that would be the moment of my life. Damn. He truly loved the club, um, and we're going to miss the hell out of him. Well, his prime Um, was at this club, and he was beloved at this club. Set piece wizard, dog, crazy eyes. Um just just everything you want in a leader, man. Crazy eyes, pricey. Yeah, dude. He was awesome, man. I um we'll probably talk more about him this offseason. You know, we have the number one Jack Price appreciator here, right here, sitting next to me. Confirmed. Um he uh I I said how much you you are gonna miss him and how much you, you appreciated his time here. And he said Dwayne's one of the nicest guys I have met. And so also true. You're going to make Dwayne cry. I know. Man. I'm trying. It didn't work, though. It's not. Uh, it's <laughs> not. I keep it together. Um, <laughs> look, so, so read, read Plones. Um, sorry. Read Pollard's article. It's up on Burgundy Wave. Plones will probably be coming on the Denver Post closer to the weekend, if not over the weekend, either Saturday or Sunday paper. Um, it was a great conversation, and I really hope you check that out. He spoke on Cole Bassett and... Um, you know, who might take over the captain's armband, Maxu, Yarby, um, I Keegan, think it's some of those guys. I hope it's Cole. That would be dope. Um, might be a year away from that. Anyways, go check that out. I think it's really, really cool. Um, and we love him. So there you go. Um, before we jump into the mailbag, which we love a mailbag, baby, we're going to talk about our friends. Game time. Game time. We talked about. What you do when you have tickets to go to the Nuggets, right? You got to go to the Pete's. You go to Illegal Pete's. But how do you get those tickets? This is how I'm going to get my tickets to Harlem Globetrotters. It's game time. I am going to wait until day of. And get the best and possible I, it's, I'm not even worried about the risk <laughs> because I know that the deal is going to be awesome. So I've literally not bought tickets to it because I'm waiting to use game time. And our promo code, which I haven't used yet, which is a Dang. huge, huge savings. Look, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets, right? I'm not. You shouldn't be <laughs> like, man, I'm going to get gouged on fees, right? Like, I'm not going to find a good deal because everyone's just going to be jacking up prices to the absolute maximum yeah. to go to this event that I really want to go to because I'm a huge fan. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat. That is so cool to me. I love the view from your seat thing. 100%. I look at it anytime I buy a seat. It is awesome. And they have the best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Um, look, like... I know it's it's the in-season tournament, so there's not a ton of Nuggets games going on. But, man, I really want to go to a Nuggets game. Let's let's pick a Nuggets game right now. We're, I'm opening up game time as we speak here. Uh, Friday, Rockets at Nuggets. I want to go real bad. Right now, you can get in for $11 on game time. And you also have, like, the, what's it called? The... The guarantee? You no, know, no, the fees added oh, on fees to, included, yeah. The fees included thing that you can open that little tap up. It's really nice. You know exactly how much you're going to pay out the door. It's incredible. It's a great time. A flash deal right now. Upper balcony, 10% off tickets. And they're just giving you that deal because they're game time and they're awesome. Yep. Right? Um, absolutely worth it. Go see the GOAT, Jokic, drop dimes on... The Rockets, who are actually kind of sneaky fun to watch, too. That'll be a really good game. They have Jokic light. And if you could get in for... They have Jokic at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if you can get in for $14 for some good seats that are on a flash deal, 
you should probably do that, right? Um, it's easy to find, easy to buy for any kind of event. Lowest price, guaranteed. Um, if you, look, if you find a cheaper in the same section in row, they will credit you 110% of the difference. You'll make money on that. That's, that's crazy. Insane. You that make really money. Insane. Just because you found a cheaper ticket. That's how much we love game time and that's how much game time loves fans um they have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts find exclusive deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more with zone deals you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18 percent savings and the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section row for less just said that but they'll credit you a bunch it's great tickets make great holiday gifts Take the guesswork out of buying. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code DNVR. Real easy to remember if you're a fan of this show. DNVR. Twenty dollars off your first purchase. Twenty dollars off. I just said there's eleven dollar tickets. Yep. Right. You're you buy two tickets. You're paying a dollar. You're paying two dollars with you and a friend Dwayne going to the Nuggets math. game. I don't know math. That's why I use Game Time. That's right. Game Time takes the math out of it, so Dwayne I doesn't have to do it. I just know that the math is going to be in my favor. <laughs> Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code DNVR for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. Um, all right. Mailbag time, baby. We love the mailbag. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in questions for the mailbag. Um, scrolling because that quote graphic blew up and it's all the mentions on the team account. Yeah, I know. I keep getting the notifications. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, here we go. Mailbag, baby. Let's go with our friend Kevin Trujillo. Love Kev. Shout out, Kev. What is Columbus doing that the Rapids can immediately steal and implement as another legacy small medium market team? I'm gonna tell you right now, Kevin. There's nothing you can steal. That's yeah. A, can well, you buy Cucho? Yeah. There's a it, that's a <laughs> well-built team that just takes time to build, and it's unfortunate, but it's gonna you're not getting that in a year or two. And look, two. but they I see similarities, right? If Pricey wasn't injured, I see a pretty strong correlation between Pricey and Nagby. Yeah. Right. You see, you They're, see them build and find those right DP pieces, and then splash. Right. The difference is the splash for the Rapids is a four and a half million dollar guy, whereas Cucho is going to cost you ten. Right. Yeah. The, di like, the, the dig. The difference between these two clubs is is ownership involvement. Correct. Like Columbus has a very motivated and involved ownership. Um, that that's the big difference. So if we could steal their owner, um, yeah. That that's that's what we have to steal. Wonder hey, how it, much gam you could get in an owner. And on it, but real quick, that's very interesting. But that's very interesting. We though. trade owners. But that's Dwayne brings up a great point because if you go into a um, YouTube and look at the whole save uh, save the crew thing, there's a whole documentary of how often almost was the new Columbus Crew area, right. and, they, mm -hmm. and it was very interesting. But it came down to ownership. And it came down to the new people buying the Columbus crew. They built brand new stadiums and wanting it. And lawyers. And it, exactly. Well, that's why new ownership <laughs> came in yeah. and bought, bought a brand new stadium, said, we're investing in a squad. We want to be a part of Columbus. We saw the response. And that's what it took for Columbus to be uh, one of the top teams in the league. The most now, fun offense to watch in the league. Probably the best original squad. No, is it the original? It is, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. What are the best Crew? original squad? Yeah, yeah, they're nine six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're the best original squad right now, hands down. And they're so fun to watch, and they're hosting a cup against New Money LAFC. You are insane if you're as a as a no connected fan. You're insane if you're in for LAFC over Columbus this oh, weekend. Yeah. Um, just real fast, who you got winning? Columbus. That's who I called. <sighs> LAFC. Our guy Wanders was on the pod with us this summer. I gave you a plus twenty two hundred ticket. For Columbus to win the cup, then you should have listened. We're riding that, baby. Let's go. Um, from Mark Weatherly in the chat and in the mailbag. Given what we know about the roster now, what are the most pressing needs? Can I go first on that one? Go ahead. You need a six. You I knew you were going to take the easy six. one. Six. <laughs> Give me a six. Give me a six. What do you think? What else were we missing there? I'll let Dwayne go next. Somebody who can get the ball to Navajo. 
That's so a winger. Yeah, wingers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna say or, a usable ten that could also. Th- that was mine. A ten. It's it's somewhere between the winger and ten. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now. I think the ten is the most pressing need. I know six is a very popular one, and we'll get into it more that we talk about it. But I think ten is actually the one that they need more than a six. Sure. I'm honest. Sure. I honestly do. With that in mind, from the Colorado kid, Cody, our guy at Rapids, Cody, looking into the open transfer window, realistically, who are some players the Rapids should target to fill the holes within the team and roster? See, one that really hurt me that I wish the Rapids would have gone was uh, Diego Facundes that went out to yep. the LAFC, uh, LA Galaxy. I thought I that love, was one. Love him. Um, Alex Ring out in Austin is another one that I've been bounding the table for. I think he brings in uh, that six, that center back six that you kind of need. I like Ring. Um, Can I have a name? It's not any of the positions we just said, but it's ahead. a guy I like. Out of contract with San Jose is Matthew Hoppy. Matthew Hoppy is the one that I was about to say. He's yeah. gotten some time with the U.S. national team. He has a Bundesliga hat trick. How many guys, like, that's a pretty nice thing on your resume there. Um, I really, really hope that he, that's a guy you can get at a bargain who has produced at very high levels of the soccer world, and I would love him to be one of the options there. Um, and honestly, I think another option that's kind of realistically, it's out and out. If you're looking for that Mexican international, Alexis Vega with Chivas has been kind of like floated back and forth. Super talent. Guy's great. Um, if you want more Mexicans, I can name them a bunch that I think. Cota Jota Macias. You have Santiago Munoz. You have uh, Eugenio Pisuto out there in uh, Tigres. That I think would make a really good. You got Barajas out in USL too. Sure. He's killing it. 16-year-old. Um, was really good too. I, those are the kind of guys that I think the Rapids are going to try to target and that they should be targeting. Um, Alexis Vega to me, I think, would be my dream realistic transfer target. From Matt Pollard, our guy from Burgundy Wave. Favorite Christmas movie and oh, why? Jeez. Does anyone want to go first? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go I can't go Elf. first. Elf. Elf is my favorite one. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of that movie. Okay, it uh, it gives me the tickles in my stomach. You know, like the I feel, tickles. It, it gives me like little what tickles, are and you I'm just like, about? I feel like a puppy being, being like <laughs> being like rubbed in my stomach when I watch that movie. Honestly, dude, like like I know what Valley Rose feel after that. But I, I mean, I love Will Ferrell, dude. You have Zoe Deschanel in that. Like it's an incredible movie. It, it makes me feel good. Like that's my feel good movie. Oh my god! We I, just watched it over the weekend. It's the like first time Penny's seen it, um, dude. The believing for the for that for the spoiler alerts for Santa's uh, sled to start flying is the best. It's really good. Uh, can I give you mine? Yeah. Two words, baby. Don't say die. Hard. Uh, it gets fucking die hard. Bad Santa. Okay, uh, there you go. Yeah. Goddamn, that. that movie goes straight to my funny bone. <laughs> Go straight to my it thighs. It is just so funny. That movie's good it, too. Every uh, every every character is hilarious. Bernie Mac, legendary Bernie Mac performance in there. R.I.P. Um, man, just just love it. Uh, Dwayne, I I don't know if I can pick a favorite because I have a kid, so we watch all of favorite them right now. I love them all, but here I'll I'll throw in this thought. I don't like remakes. Of movies, but I was thinking this morning if there was one Christmas movie that I wish they would do an upgrade of, it's the Polar Express. No, because those graphics are looking pretty old now. But I watch that movie every year, and the visuals of that with Very with good. the North Pole and all of the stuff happening. If they upgraded that, keep the same music, keep the voices. You don't have to record anything new. Just make the graphics. Man, that movie would be so awesome with today's graphics. I kind of like the old graphics. It makes it feel like I'm watching like that Grinch, the original Grinch. That's and it's too. like the voices don't match up with the mouth. <laughs> and I kind of love that. I like it's like, yeah, like it's it's old. I love that. Let's uh let's end it on this one and then we'll plug our way out of here. From Dustin, chat regular, not with us today. Hope you're listening. Um, Dustin Han. Um an, a nine six originals wearer. Dustin. It's true. It's true. Get your get your victory crossing. Real shirts. quick, uh, Juaner said, uh, "Grandma got run over by a reindeer." Elite movie. That is a good one. Good Classic. call, Juaners. That's a um, movie from yeah. Dustin. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like that. Every I didn't know that. every Christmas song has an old animated movie. That one has one too. I've um, I've been a Nuggets fan forever and complained about Casey's lack of spending after they bought the team. In the NBA, you can get lucky with a generational draft pick, but that isn't really an option in the MLS. Is there any way the Pids can become a perennial contender without money? 
I want to dispel this notion. Kroenke spends when the team is good. And that not is if true. they're not the Rapids. That is true across the board. No. When they not. finished as a one seed, what did they do? They literally brought their most expensive player ever in. It didn't work well. Who? Max. I guess it wasn't the second most expensive transfer. Yeah, I was about, and again, it was Okay, but like, it didn't work, but it, like, when the team is at its best, they will spend the money. Are you arguing that Kroenke spend money on the Rapids? No. I mean, okay. when they like are, you are. I just need to make sure, because that's crazy. I don't expect them to spend money right now, because the team is not in a good place. But they have no problem adding to an already good team. They and do. we have seen that across Kroenke properties. Uh, except for the Rapids, and I'm going to keep arguing this. They took more than they brought in for the Rapids. Mac was a low-cost, high, uh, high, high-potential kind of trade when they brought him in. He was already struggling with LAFC, and people like to forget that. They got rid of Kalina Costa, which, again, say what you want. They did get rid of him. It didn't, come, it didn't work out whether he wanted to be here or not, and they never replaced that. They never brought in wingers to help. When Namli left, they didn't, have, they didn't try to go get another DP. They brought in Sardis. But you're saying when people leave. Exactly. That's not what, I'm, that's not what I but said. They, but, but, you're, but that's, that's the same soccer. year. But, but that's the, thing the same is, year, though. Here's like, where, I, where I also disagree, is that soccer is different from every, every other sport in that it's a seller's game. Yeah, and it's a global game. And, market, like, whereas, like, American sports, and, and I know that soccer is, oh, the word soccer is from America, whatever, Uh when we're looking at traditional American sports, you're looking at NFL, you're looking at basketball, NHL, it's about winning championships. And so you stack that team, you spend the money with that goal. With soccer, championships are also important, but it's just as important to sell off your good players and keep making money. It's just a different animal altogether. And the Cronkies show that for the Rapids, they're not going to spin. And that team's never going to be good enough for them to go, okay, now we start spinning on the Rapids because they're good. Because that's not how soccer works. Like, but the thing if you're is, not putting the money in, we're not going to get any better. No, and that, but that goes to uh, Dustin's question. No, the answer is if you get good, it's because you got lucky on a few academy kids that are going to be gone in two, three years. And that's yeah. going to be the only way to really do it. Uh, you need to spend money in soccer, and I, I still don't agree that the Pronkies spent money on the Rapids when they were good because they didn't. When they won that year, they didn't spend money. Yeah. They got rid of more than 2021 didn't end up in spending. Exactly, and that's my whole point. And the, the, again, I agree that players have to be sold, but they didn't bring any adequate replacements for any of them. Whether they worked or not, they Max didn't spend the money to what they brought in. And that's what I mean. Like they, they, like, Max they, was a year early, but you don't get Max for a million dollars a year later. Like, you again, know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't it doesn't matter because you sold you should be able to bring in somebody that can replace that talent well, the was, but you still need spending like that's why i think no unless you get lucky with a few academy kids you'll never have a long-term success i i think we all think the same thing but we're looking at it from a different angle when they get the pieces in place which they definitely don't have it right but mm-hmm. you hope that ronan is a hit he's on a long-term pretty affordable contract Stuff like that. If all of a sudden this team is a lower-end playoff team, 4-7 to seven at the end of a season, that's when Kroenke goes, okay, you can have some money to go get a, a supplemental piece. Mm, I don't think so no. either. I think you're too – no. I <laughs> think, think Kroenke <laughs> will be like, what's a 4-7? to seven? And then how many teams are there? You guys are so – down bad on them right we're now. Not because down they bad. don't care about the Rapids. No, yeah. but we're not down bad. It's like we've seen that there's like yes. a track history of it. Like we're yeah. looking back at history and predicting based on history. Yes, but if Max was a hit off that season and started and played well and didn't take a year to develop, all of a sudden you're like, oh man, that was a big spend yeah. after a good season. But and he do you okay? But you he replaced. Didn't. But you're, you're, you're replaced basing the results, not the process. Okay, cool. We'll replace that one. Let's say that happened. Okay, how did you replace Kalen? Okay, how do you replace Vines? Okay, how do you replace your wingers? You didn't. Like, you replaced one guy, but that doesn't look at the whole picture how you become good. Well, I brought in Lucas on a pretty you gotta, good deal. You got to spend to build a team, not yeah. replace one player. Exactly. And, and the Cronkies won't are do that. Not, they're not interested in building the Rapids into a good team. They will sign one player maybe to take the heat off for a little bit, and then they'll go back to not caring about the Rapids. That's the Cronky way. Yeah. That's my op-ed in the post, the Cronky way. Eh. I think 
I think you have enough track record of KC across all their properties. And but that's been, the argument, though. But they yeah. also look at what they do for all of the teams. But my point is, is when has Rapids. this team had the base of a contender outside 2021. of 2021? Outside 2016. Twenty sixteen was a very good it was team. A pretty good yeah, team. Exactly. No, but they had the basis team. of a contender. Like and they didn't capitalize. And then, yeah. And they fell off again. So they've done it in the past multiple yeah. times. I think there's no argument where you're gonna win that the Cronkies care about the Rapids. They have shown that they will spin for every one of their properties except for the Rapids. They have shown this over and over and over. And over. This sounds like an expert conversation because we should be getting out of here about like right now. I love it when we end ago. on a high note. Uh, DNVR underscore Rapids. Yeah, one, there. one quick question at the end. It turns into a 10 minute conversation. Uh, DNVR <laughs> Rapids underscore on Twitter. Please follow us there. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe as well. We really appreciate it. Interact with us everywhere you can. Uh, give us a five star review on it. All Anywhere you hear on your Apple podcast, Spotify, all that cool stuff. We'll really appreciate it. Buy merch for Merch Man. That's right. Dwayne? Now wrap it out, man. Wrap it out. Wrap uh, it like out. and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, what else should you do? Become a diehard, obviously. You get all yeah. sorts of cool stuff. That includes... Sale this week. Bar discounts. Um, There's no sale this week. On this weekend? No? What would be the sale? Yeah, diehard. Diehard yeah. memberships uh, are discounted. <gasps> yeah, so go go take a look at that, guys. Be a diehard. We literally don't... Well, I guess we did one this summer. But outside of that, that's the only one in my whole time here. A yearly membership is normally $79.99. Correct. This weekend only, you can get your ticket to Dieharddom for $59.99. That's a pretty big sale. 20 and bucks you off. get a free shirt with that. Yes. So it pays for itself. That's true. Literally pays it's for true. itself. Plus all the other goods. Yeah. Do all that. Get your bar discount. Get your merch discount. Get all that stuff. It's super important for us. Keeps us going. Like and subscribe. All that. And more important than all that, up the pitch. You're all silly like the mayor.